My Mac Podcast number 222, the last 15 minutes on the last day of the the possible last Macworld Expo. You're listening to the MyMac.com podcast with your host, Tim Robertson. Okay, guys, Cyril, we've talked about this on the podcast in the past couple years. Mel's Diner in the morning, kind of our regular stop. Last day of the uh, Macworld Expo. Of course, this file won't be uploaded to the weekend because of computer problems on my end, but I thought I'd give an ambient noise so people (laughs) can hear what Mel sounds like in the morning. Yeah, I mean, this place place has ended up being not just the... The, the regular breakfast stop for, for MyMac.com, but probably for about half of the, the, the media people that, that go to Macworld. I mean, well, and the vendors as well. Oh, yeah. You look around, and you know, we're seeing people from OWC. We're seeing people from just the whole spectrum of... of Sony, Toshiba, Apple, everybody's here. They're all here. And, you know, and honestly, it's not like the food is, is all that great, but it's close proximity to the Moscone Center. And yeah, we're looking out the window, and we're like, oh, look, there's Don McAllister chatting with Merlin Mann on the corner. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're all... I mean, I saw uh, Leo Laporte last year when we left out of here one time, walked by him, and I said, hey, Leo, and he kind of turned around. It was like, oh, d- d- didn't we just see Leo yesterday? I didn't see him. Last night? Well, was he at the... Uh, no, when we were walking uh, back to the hotel one night. Remember, we walked by, and there was... Maybe Mark was with me. I don't think yeah, he was with I, me. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I haven't seen Leo this time around. Yeah, it's uh, noisy in here, but the food is relatively cheap and expensive for San Francisco. It's filling. It's good carbs, but we'll burn all this off in a couple hours. Oh yeah, yeah. You start walking the floor, and you know, even even doesn't matter how much you eat at breakfast, you're still hungry at lunchtime. So. We'll wait for our, uh, what'd you get this morning for breakfast? Oh, I got the Lumberjack Special, which is like pancakes and bacon and potatoes and toast. And like a half half pound of ham? Yeah, it's, it's more like, you know, four pounds of food that they just kind of back up to your table and, and dump on. I got the uh, short stack pancakes, sausage, scrambled eggs, and a large orange juice. You got your coffee, but I'm still waiting for my orange juice. I'm getting parched. Yeah, was, hey, as long as I got my coffee in the morning, everything's okay. So when most people listen to this the podcast, or the uh, Macworld Expo will be over, we'll be back home. I probably won't even put no, this you, show. You'll be back home. I probably won't even put this. Uh, oh, I got my, uh, the waiter just brought my silverware, which I've. Appreciate that. Yeah, I haven't had this since I, I sat down. <laughs> yeah, anyway, you'll be back home. I'll yeah, you'll still be, be on the road. To Virginia with and, a big uh, snowstorm. But the, the, the show will be over, and then, the, you know, this this is probably it for the Macworld Expo. Yeah, and it, that's that's sad. It's just too bad that it's got to end on, a, on such a sour note like this. Ah, I, don't th- I don't think my orange juice will be sour. That what? I don't think my orange juice will be sour. Oh, you're just the pun master this morning, aren't you? <laughs> so we'll have more from the showroom floor later. Uh, I'm looking forward to listening to all the podcasts that we produce. Uh, I wish we could have got one up uh, yesterday and later today, but we'll go into that later. Yeah. So from Mel's Diner, bye.
Well, the showroom floor on the Macworld Expo San Francisco is about to close uh, once again for an entire year. John Nemirovsky and I are sitting here in the sound booth uh, recording some of the last podcast stuff we're going to do here at the show, John. So it's been a long week, but I think it's been a pretty fun week and a very productive one for MyMac.com. This is my personal ninth Macworld Expo, and it's MyMac's tenth Macworld Expo. From a vendor point of view and from a media point of view, this is by far the best. And I'm going to go on record for that as far as making contacts for review products and as far as looking ahead for consumers and the media and the way that we can all expect really great products from the other 90% of companies that are not represented at the Apple retail store. Well, i got to say, from a consumer standpoint, from an average Mac user standpoint, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming up on the market. I mean, within the next six to eight months, we've got some really great stuff coming. It's extremely impressive. A lot of stuff that we see at the Expo is prototype only, and by the time it comes out, it may go through a revision. But the companies put stuff out here not as much as a teaser, but as a way to let the media and the public know what's happening, what they've got, their existing products, and what they've got in their future products. And every company wants to show something that somehow branches out. In other words, if you make a case that's pink and blue, you don't want to make another pink and blue case. Absolutely. You want to do something that's different and carries the vision of your company forward. I saw some software that was uh, designed for photographs that... I can't get into too much detail because this this company showed me their next version that's super secret uh, and did some really cool stuff with photography. And I said, you know, that'd be really great if you could do that in video. And so they took me in the back room <laughs> and, uh, you know, showed me some, some upcoming stuff. And that's the kind of thing that you get out of the Macworld Expo. You get to see upcoming products that aren't necessarily done, uh, a little buggy, but you can see the potential there, and if they pull it off, you know this is going to be a really great product. So what what were you impressed with this year, John? I have a list that I'm going to post at the MyMac.com website. I'm going to actually do two lists. One will be a detailed list of the personal items that I have that I brought with me, mm-hmm. either review units or things that I purchased myself, that I use the 15 or 20 things that I used on the Expo floor and at home and around the media center, the things that I actually have used and they stood the test of time, and then another list, there may be some overlap, of the most exciting new products. That's not just what I'm talking about. Today's Friday, and today's the last day of the Expo. I just want to talk about five items that I saw today that are particularly freshly in mind. The first one comes from Boinks from Germany. That's B-O-I-N-X. Their big product is Boinks Video, and we're going to be covering that, covering that at length. But for 20 bucks, you can get something called Boinks Presenter, B-O-I-N-X, Boinks Presenter. It's very, very similar in concept to the slideshow feature that's in iTunes, beg your pardon, in iPhoto. But the great thing about it is you open up Boinks Presenter, it immediately accesses your iPhoto library. You pick one of their themes and the most beautiful presentation slideshow. Like slideshows. For yeah. wedding photographers. And for you can academic. export that as well. It's, it's not just on a computer. You can put it to a DVD. You can send it over a projector. You can yes. send it to your Apple TV. It's I am gorgeous. A, I am an amazing tightwad when it comes to software. I would spend 20 bucks in 20 seconds sure. for Boink's Presenter. Another product that's a little bit more expensive is from an, a commercial 
audio company called Marshall, and their brand is MXL. And I'll, we'll get links to this stuff either in this podcast or as soon as we can. We've done some reviews on their stuff for their microphones on and the podcast in the past. They have three new series of microphones. They're affordable. They, have, they work for podcasters. They work for professional musicians. They work for amateur musicians. They work for recording rooms. They work for recording individual. It's just high-quality, affordable, well-engineered microphones. I'm not talking about like a Bluetooth microphone. These are right. these are microphones that sit on a stand, exactly. and they sell it with the stand and with the case and with the USB cable, USB powered, very powerful. I can't wait for us at my Mac to start using the MXL microphones. Something that we definitely have to look into in the future. Absolutely. At the other end of the spectrum, there's another German company called Book B O O Q. I'm not even sure how it's pronounced. I just said Book or Book. It's a very small company that makes amazingly stylish black packs, cases, sleeves, anything to carry your laptop in. They've always been sort of in the 150 and up range, right. but now they're branching down in a sense, branching out. Making it a little bit more affordable. Mm-hmm. In the 70 to $100 range. That's, that's a sweet spot for cases. And we're going to be reviewing their... Hundred dollar backpack and also their sleeve, which is it's it's a messenger, but it's more like a stylish sure. messenger, sort of an all sex, all ages Absolutely. messenger. So you don't just be hitting a hardcore, you know, black shirted, black pants, black boots yep. person. It book B O O Q. The amazing people at Roxio, it's R O X I O, that make the Toast professional uh, disc burning software. Yes, disc burning software. Roxio Toast Ten has been released. And the most exciting thing about it is for a couple of bucks more, you get Toast 10 Pro. And what's the difference? It has a suite of five other audio and photo applications really? that are built in. Hmm. For instance, it has a version of Boink's Photo Magico that's normally over $100 included for free when you buy the Toast Titanium, whatever it's called, right. Toast the premium Pro. one. Yes. This is an unbelievable deal. This is a game-changing bundle. Yep. It's as if sort of if you bought Photoshop. Well, I mean, it's like a crea- – it basically, it is a creative suite. Right, but at a Photoshop price. Yes. It's yeah. a, so you're not like, buying – it's not like it's, – it's like you would buy one program, but you're getting a whole bunch of extra. Really, everybody yep. who's serious about photo or audio, especially audio, should pay attention to the new version, the pro, the expensive version, it's an unbelievable deal. And again, even as a user of all those products, even if I wasn't involved in the media, I would buy this product in five seconds because I use Toast virtually every day. Do you think there's still a market for Toast? I know a lot of Mac users nowadays don't buy it because the Mac, the, right out of the box, can can burn DVDs. What's the difference between it what you get with It has a full-blown media browser in it for working with videos, with working with audio. It's got like, sort of like, I mean, the only analogy is it's like a Photoshop of burning CDs. Right, and what it's the Mac f- does with, with uh, all by itself out of the box is more like simple text. Yes, I mean, there's a exactly. big difference. You get what you pay for. It's a little bit overwhelming at first, but they have good technical support, good website, good tutorials. Now, we had a meeting yesterday, John, a breakfast meeting that was very instructive, and it got me excited about a product that I did a review of uh, two or three years ago, and that was Fujitsu. It's a large company, and they make scanners, and 
it's a pull through scanner. What, what's the term for that? It's um, a sheet feeding. Sheet feeder. It's yeah. a sheet feeding scanner. So it looks. It's not a flatbed. I can't even describe it. And it's a document, it. and it looks more like kind of like a bread box, but yes. smaller. It's like a really small little bread box, barely big enough to to have the width of a piece of paper. And you take up to 20 sheets, you set it in this little thing, and it pulls them through. It reads 20 sheets a minute. Yep. Perfect for uh, an OCR on PDF uh, yep. quality. Yep. It immediately imports it. Into your computer. It comes with a case. You can buy a case. Extra, yeah, a cute little it, case. It's nice. They make two models. They make a bigger model that's more for and a it's small the, We're office. talking about the snap scan. Right. And, and it and is portable. It, it, this is a kind of a device that when you have it, you're going to find all kinds of uses for. You Basically, you get rid of all your paper, John, and that's so important nowadays. You get rid of that paper. You just scan it in. You, you have it on a disc. You, you burn it on an extra disc and leave it at your aunt or uncle's house. So if your house burns down, you still have access to all these important documents. Mm -hmm. And as I said yesterday, I was sitting in the same room with Paul from Rogue Amoeba, which um, makes the Audio Hijack Pro. There are several categories of products that we as reviewers respond to. One are ones we review them and then we get them out of our life. Sure. The others we review them and they're sort of hanging around. And the other ones we review and we would buy it. Yep. Even the tightwads that we are, yep. we would buy it. And uh, for and you're speaking for you, Tim. You'd buy that Fujitsu oh, scanner. Oh, absolutely, in a heartbeat. And I get, you know, I get printers and multi. What are they? Uh, the multifunction, multi multifunction all in printers. One. I get all those all the time. The companies never want me to ship it back because it's virtually useless to them at that point. Yeah. And they just start piling up. I don't use them. I, you know. How often do you use that Fujitsu? Man, that Fujitsu Snap Scan, which has been sitting there for three years at my house now, gets used weekly. I <laughs> love it, and it's still working. And I can't wait to use the new one. I know. Well, it's, I'm, it's fantastic. I'm going to sign off. i got to catch a plane. I hope I don't get snowed in or snowed out. But it's been great working with Tim and the entire team of MyMac. For me personally, whether it's my last year or whatever, uh, this, is, this has been a really all-star event, and I've enjoyed every minute of every hour that I've been doing the planning and being involved well, with you, the you macro. Were, you worked expo. your butt off <laughs> before the podcast or before the expo and yes. during the expo. And I've been working on it for two months, for two months in, averaging uh, one to two hours we, a day for two months. Yeah, and the entire <laughs> staff, but especially me, really appreciates <laughs> all your, your hard work and dedication. And uh, we'll see you in a week or so and uh, yep. get all caught up and That's figure right. out where we're going to move forward we've got on enough, from here. We've got enough review items c coming that if all of our eight or ten reviewers were to do one a week, which is Good, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Keep us going most of the year. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we've got some new reviewers coming up, too, John. We've got yes. new writers on the horizon. Very exciting. Big plans for MyMac.com, so keep listening to the uh, podcast and keep visiting MyMac.com. So long, everybody. And, Guy, as we are wont to do at the end of the expo, we, we wrap it up here in the press room, usually when they're breaking the room down around <laughs> our ears. Right. But uh, this year, it's just you and I sitting here. Everybody else is gone. All the rest of the staff is jetting their way home. We're or driving. Driving. And... Uh, we, we're still here for another, what, eight hours at least before we start even heading to the airport? Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll probably, look, our flight is at uh, 1230, which means that we should leave our hotel. About oh, 930. Yeah, 930 or so. That should get us there in plenty of time. Yep, pass through security and all that but, fun stuff. But just because this is the last day of the expo doesn't mean that there wasn't something exciting that happened in <laughs> just in just a little while ago. Go ahead and explain it. Well... Bill Palmer from iProng Magazine made probably one of the biggest mistakes of his life 
and left his computer on the table for us to watch. <laughs> and we also had Carolyn from IPVO, who I don't believe the interview has been posted yet. But no, it's, it was already posted. Was it already posted? Yeah, it was already okay, posted. Okay, great, great gal. And she's actually, I think, going to do some writing for us later. We'll see. And um, Been kind of hanging around with the, the MyMac crew a little bit here and there. Yeah, yeah, great gal. Yep, nice girl. So Tim, Tim opens up his iBook. Or sorry, his, his MacBook. Not not mine. His, as in Bill right, Palmer's. Right. Bill Palmer's MacBook, and brings up Photo Booth, which for those that don't know, allows you to take pictures using. Comes it. on every new Mac. Every out single there. new Mac lets you take. A you picture. guys know what, what I, uh, Photo Booth is, right? So, first, he and Carolyn take a picture with um, with Making just them shooting shooting somewhat obscene gestures at the camera. Nasty looking faces. Nasty looking faces, and they're cracking up. And I was on the other side of the table. And and I'm watching all this going on. I was like, what the hell are you doing? So I walk over and I see the picture they've just taken. And and being the fine, upstanding citizen that I am, I decided that it, it just wasn't going to be good enough until I could get in there, too. So we took another picture. So we took another picture with me doing my best Gene Simmons impersonation. <laughs> and, I and Carol think, and I making the same rude finger right. gestures and nasty faces. So, And then we put it onto his desktop and, and closed the computer down. So Bill comes in a little while later, and we're all just trying to sit there, trying not to crack up. And the best part was he walks up because because we're not saying anything. He's like, "So who died?" Who died? <laughs> we're just trying not to laugh. Trying not to laugh. And he opens his computer, and he doesn't look at it at first. He's still talking to us, and then he looks over and sees his desktop picture, and just loses it. <laughs> just starts cracking up, and it's us giving him the finger. And, and as a matter, if you look hard enough somewhere on Twitter, I think he. Uh, he posted it. Yeah, he posted a Twitter pic of it. So yeah. it's out there somewhere. If you if you look hard enough, find find Bill Palmer on Twitter and go through his old posts. You'll find a, a Twitter pic for him. Yeah, it, that was so that was great. funny. That was so funny. So you know, it was kind of a downer show in that a lot of people are wondering about the future of this expo. Um, but we'll find out more about that as time goes on, and we've kind of made our, our opinions clear. And we'll talk about that a lot more next week. Hold on. Excuse me. Nah. Lots of talking this week. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that was on the showroom floor. Uh, I saw a lot of software that looks really interesting, a lot of hardware. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out from now through, I would say, the next eight months that's really right. interesting stuff, Guy. It's a good time to be a Mac user. Oh, it's a great time to be a Mac user. There's more and more people coming onto the platform, which, of course, means you get more and more third-party both hardware and software support. Um, I don't know if this is a result of the economy, but a lot of the stuff that I saw, I was expecting a higher price than what they're indicating. And I'm wondering if that's a result of the economy or just, you know, prices are falling all across the board. But really affordable, high-end solutions coming down to a consumer-level pricing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just as an example, look at the Drobo. Yeah, I mean, there's a good example. There, there's probably one of um, that. That would be my pick for the best consumer electronics device over the last couple of years. Not counting, you know, Apple Mac stuff. It, it's it's software, hardware, software, all in one package. Lets you do easy backups. If something happens to one of the drives, you pop it out, pop another one back in, and you're all good to go. Yep. There's, there's not an easier solution amazing. for that. I haven't actually used one myself, so I'm not No, gonna, neither have I. I, I yeah. still, you know, when we say consumer, we mean like the average computer under, user. Yeah, under yeah. $1,000 range. Yeah, exactly. But there's a lot of stuff on the showroom floor. I'm really looking forward to the reviews that we're going to be writing over the next 
nth well, number John, of John weeks. Well, John did his usual John's amazing, isn't he? Fantastic John Nemirovsky, our reviews editor at MyMac.com. He knows everyone, and if he doesn't know them, they're not worth knowing. Yep. Caroline is, uh, is it Carolyn? Carolyn. Bye, Carolyn. Oh, and she's giving, she's saying goodbye in her own special way. <laughs> There's uh, still some people in here. Peter Cohen from Macworld's over there. I see him. Yep. I've been uh, having words with, with him all week. <laughs> I guess. We keep cutting each other down. The one, I guess the one kind of, kind of downer for me on this particular trip was I've been having some back problems. So I've I've missed out on a couple. I mean, because I typically go to almost every single party that's out there. Absolutely. And this time, basically, the only one I went to was the Mac Blast party because yep. I I just couldn't hang. You know, well, my back was well. I went to a party me. last night, and uh, you know, I, I made my musical debut. <laughs> for better or for worse. For better or for worse, it's on video. Maybe someday it'll get posted, but I, I seriously doubt it. I hope not. And uh, that was for the iProng Magazine's fifth birthday party. And uh, Bill Palmer just walked up to the table, and uh, after we we just kind of explained your uh, surprise when you opened up your your MacBook, prank. your desktop pattern, what we changed. To escape convicts, there's a picture on Twitter if you want to help me track them down. <laughs> escape from the mental institution. Shall we sing again? Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no please. No. We gotta go. To All the right. You, you guys are out of here. CES is calling iPron Magazine, so you guys are leaving. Off to Vegas. Hey. Going to the stratosphere. Have fun. Thanks for being on our podcast uh, this time and yesterday, and I think you guys might have been on twice already. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Um, it, it's, it starts It starts so <laughs> many times I don't even remember when it stops sometimes. It's cool. Yep. Good right, best of show awards, guys. guys. Have a Take safe care. flight. Thanks. So as you see, sitting here in the media room, people leaving. I could have stopped the recording, but... Yeah, Vern right. Seward just walked in. I saw him. He's from the Mac Observer. Excellent writer. Really like his stuff. Uh, he's kind of a one of the newer writers on the Mac scene, and I think he's got a really bright future. He's really, really good. Yeah, Mac- you, uh, you made some other potential future contacts as well. Um, you'd have to The, the guy with that. the dreadlocks? Oh, no, we'll see. That was not the guy with the dreadlocks. Is not who I was talking about. Oh, who, oh, oh, the other oh, guy. Oh, right, right, right. There, you know, here's the thing. You meet somebody... Different really and unique, people. and and some some great backgrounds, and you ask what they're doing in the Mac community nowadays, and they're not doing anything. Yeah, you know they got burned at one place, or they just got burned out. Um, but you can see that they still have a lot of talent. They have still have the passion. Well, they just don't have an outlet. World, they if they're here, passion, absolutely, right. and they just don't have an outlet. And that's one of the things that my Mac, as an organization, likes to do, is to try to draw some of these people back into the fold, or those who've never written before but have a passion for it, right. give them kind of a start. Kind of like Mark Rudd. He's he's of the new breed. Right. But there's when last year or two years ago it was Larry. Yeah, exactly. Larry was in these guys are just fantastic writers. Yeah. And they just needed a place to write and have the creative freedom that they can enjoy at MyMac.com. Right. Well, that, that's exactly it. The nice thing about writing for MyMac.com is that it doesn't necessarily have to always be about Macs. I mean, when was the last time Larry wrote an article, on, or at least a blog, about Max. No, he, he writes very, about very, jazz and right. old cars and whatever. Because that's his passion. Absolutely. And but it, and you it have comes that out outlet. in his blogs. Right, and you have that outlet at MyMac.com. Yes. So and this is kind of an open invitation, and, and we throw this out there occasionally. Mm-hmm. We do have two new writers coming out here pretty soon, but um, 
If you're looking at, at getting your start in the Mac web, my Mac is always looking for new, new routers. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it's one of those things that y- you might be a little shy at first or you don't like rejection, but, you know, we're, we're pretty cool when it comes to that stuff. You know, I'd love to see something that you've written. And if you're looking for your star, you're looking for a gig, hey, just let us know. Yep. You know, join the Mac family. The Mac family. One of us. And uh, Owen Rubin, let's, he's coming on over. And he hasn't seen us yet, I don't think. No, he saw me. Did he see you? Are you sure? Because he's, he's setting his stuff down. And see, he didn't see you. We're doing the podcast, wrapping up the show. So He's coming. He's, I'm going to sit down and eat something. No, we're going to grab you first. <laughs> So he's we'll get, running. We'll, he's get, running. we'll get uh, Owen's excited. opinion on what's going on here. I hated it. So, <laughs> so anything jump out at you at the at this week's show? Is there something that you were like, wow, that was really cool? And well, I, I think I said earlier the iFi card. Yep. This is a little uh, SD card yep. that plugs in and up automatically uploads your pictures to yep. a, a server. Anything today? And it geotags. Um, God, today I was playing over there. I have to go through my. I have to look through my stack of he's, notes. He's looking through his pocket. He just has a stack of cards. There was a there was a thing over there that I have to play with that I don't. You know, you look at it and you go, "Gee, that's fascinating. Why do I want to play with it?" It was a. Uh, basically, it was a um, helps you visualize thoughts. So you pull your thoughts together in screens oh, and build these visualization okay. memories. They call them memories on the screen, and that was kind of fascinating. But I don't know why I want to use it. Yet. Well, to get your attention that quickly, though, there might it be something looked, there. It looked really good. Uh, there was a, everybody and their brother seems to have, um, little tiny array drives. So I know. there's lots of array drives. A lot so of, and, prices and NASA's as well. A lot of NASA's. A lot of NASA's. NASA's is getting big. Uh, Netgear surprised me. They're sitting over there with some cool stuff, including, um, a couple wireless interconnects and using the power line. So if you have a place where you want, you don't want to do Wi-Fi because you're worried about security. Or you can't. Or you can't. Like in my case, I want an Ethernet next to my television. I don't want to run a cable up there. I really don't want to do over Wi-Fi. It's not fast enough. Um, they have new HomePlug devices, and I think I wrote on HomePlug a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You plug one into one outlet, one into the other outlet. Mm-hmm. You press a button, they sync. They run. They run. Well, as long as they're on the same phase. Is well, the new ones they say will claim they may should be able to get across if you have something plugged in that crosses the phase. But yes, you want them on the same. Two twenty is three wires. You want them on the same two wires. Right. Um, but they had a, a couple of other different 802.11 devices. They had Bluetooth 802N uh, USB plugins for machines hmm. to get faster internet. So Netgear is very dedicated to the consumer part of computing. So that was pretty cool. Like Lynx is, since they've been bought by Cisco, is just sort of doesn't care anymore. Right. So. Yeah, they lost that passion for the home market. And Cisco's never been about the home market. They've always been about enterprise. And so. now that Cisco owns, that, yeah. and sadly now that Cisco owns that. I was just looking through this stack of cards to see if something else would revert. This thing called the brain. That's what I was talking about earlier. The brain? That was what the it was? The brain. That's what it was called. Huh. Organize, visualize, and share knowledge. The brain.com. The brain.com. It, it, was, it was kind of a fascinating kind of go thing. Go through your cards. What do we got here? Uh, Marware had some very cool cases, in mm-hmm. iPod cases. Um, I was kind of, I like, especially liked their it's little like the thin, show just closed. You hear all the yeah. applauding. Yeah. I especially liked their little thin uh, cases when you just want to carry your computer. Right. So yes. that, those were pretty cool. So that's uh, M-A-R-W-A-R-E. Um, let's see what's in here. Uh, don't care about that one. <laughs> we won't mention them then. Lynda.com, of course, tra- online training. And training. And, you know, and, they've and been around a long time. It, uh, in fact, I think it was last year or the year before, Artie did a whole series serious article on it real yeah. long real they're a cool in-depth. company yeah it's, i met a guy last night who used to be a product manager 
and put together a lot of the training materials. And I guess oh, Lydia let a whole bunch of people go, like 25% of the workforce recently. Oh, that's sad. And he's one of them, but he's going to do it on his own. And I was talking to him about some of his future plans. It's interesting. So. Well, I talked I talked to this guy who's one of he's been there a long time uh, doing training solutions. And, of course, you know, just to put a cheap plug in for uh, edisonlabs.net. Sure. Uh, is a new training facility, and they're actually talking about possibly doing some stuff together. So that was kind of cool. That could be good. Voice on the Go was an interesting idea. It reads your email to you. So you subscribe for like $9 a month, and so you can wear your Bluetooth headset and your cell phone. It grabs your mail. And, read it and it reads you. it to you. And if you, I said, well, what if you want to reply? And he says, I said, do you do voice to text? He goes, no better than that. We compress the audio file and send the audio file back as a response. So if you send me email, I hear, I read your email vo- vocally to me. Right. I respond. You get back a little voice message with my awesome. answer. Mm-hmm. So, that would be cool. Uh, it's kind of inter- that was an interesting. Uh, I don't remember what that was. I got so many of these things in here. There was a lot of these I have to go back and figure out what it was. Um, these guys... Um, notation music. Notation music. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, you can play into it. I was looking for the company. I don't see the card here. Touch Arcade. I love that website. Touch Arcade. Great. The gray I, yeah. I was looking for the company here that does... And I don't seem to find the card. But they were advertising Organize Your <laughs> Music Library. So if you looked at my iTunes Music Library, there's a lot of untitled songs yes, and things that are missing. They... There are plug-in attaches to the right side of your iTunes, and they do f- fingerprinting, thumbprinting of the audio files to look up and find what so that file is. So it out what it is. Name, artist, That's everything. Not, I'm interested so it in that. completely awesome. fills up your talk you amongst yourself, and I'll look yeah, for this I've card. got like 8,000 songs, and, and, and how probably 1,000 of them aren't tagged correctly. I yeah. love the idea. And, Absolutely. Uh, and I was just looking, and I question, do I find their card in here? No. Uh-oh, I probably put it in my bag, but... Uh, I will definitely have it on my yeah, write-up. We'll, we'll uh, have to. Very smart That's idea. something that I would be willing to pay money for if it actually worked and could organize she showed me. She showed me a demo there. She had a, a video. They showed it. They have a bunch of files, and there's holes everywhere and untitled. And, and then they hit it, and it runs for a while. It goes out to the net. But it does it by analyzing the music files, sort of like the iPhone app that you hold there, right. the speaker, right? Okay, so like Shazam. Like Shazam, thank you. Okay, so we that. know the technology is out there that can do it because yeah. Shazam can identify stuff that I would never imagine that it would, standing in a gas station listening to a speaker holding it up and it identified <laughs> a U2 song. Huh, and it does work. It's scary. Yeah, it is. It, it works great. And even if it only works for like 90% of the stuff, it's still that's still 90%. Exactly. And so. a quick plug again on Roxio, I think uh, Toast 10 Pro, a lot of very cool pieces all hooked together in a single product. Uh, Price-wise, you get a pretty good deal on it. Josh just walked up from uh, MacMod. How you doing, Josh? Hey, good. How are you guys doing? Uh, Just wrapping up the podcast for the week and, you know, uh, sitting in the press room. You never know who's going to walk in. So how was your show this week? Uh, Uh, Owen wants to probably go eat here. I'm going to go eat my my lunch late. (laughs) you got to be back on the podcast soon. At 4 o'clock, so. Yeah, so this whole place is closing down now. Yeah, no, you're going to be doing it for a while? Just for a few more minutes. She said um, to... So what would you think of the show? Anything jump out at you that you were like, that's cool? Um... You know, there were a few cool things here and there. Um, it was uh, kind of kind of what I expected. You know, uh, saw saw a lot of the same kind of stuff that that you see at a lot of absolutely here trade shows. Yep. But um, yeah, there were there were some cool things. You know, I was definitely interested in um, a couple of the things that uh, like Book had to, had to offer. Um, I really want one of the Venom Pulse bags for, yeah, for, I saw for those. my those phone. Yeah, those are really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, some some other things here and there, but. Um, yeah. So, what, how about you? What, what was your 
It, you know, it's 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 so much, and I've been doing the podcast and editing everybody else's stuff that I really haven't had a chance to sit down. There was nothing yeah. really that really stuck out for me and went, yeah. that's what I want this year. Right. Uh, good, there was a couple things last year that I was really impressed with. It was, uh, I forget the name of the product, and I actually reviewed it after the last Macworld Expo where it... It would use your eyesight camera and software, and if it detected motion, it would start recording it. So it's kind of like a security system, and you could okay. actually use external speaker, external USB camera, so you could put something like outside. Yeah, it would detect motion. It would pop up, and um, I like that. Yeah, yeah like really a security cool. DVR. Yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. And so there was a there was some stuff last year that I remember jumping out at me, but I don't know this year nothing really. Popped yeah. out at me. I remember looking at Bruce G's stuff at G3 Software. Uh-huh. Some some of his uh, plugins for Final Cut, Final Cut and, and Final, Final Cut Pro. Some and of that Stress. stuff looked pretty interesting, but I really didn't have a chance to look at it. Right. You know? Yeah, I, I really hardly got to walk around the North Hall at all. I I just barely got to walk around the whole South Hall, and yeah, it wasn't that. You guys doing a lot of promoting anything. for MacMod. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah talking w- to were a lot you guys of out on the floor this time? No. Not not this year. No, we were a couple years ago. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, last year we uh, we just got some some coverage, and th- this year it was a little bit little bit more networking. But um, we, we're doing a little bit of coverage on our website too. So you guys will actually then be on. You were on my Mac podcast two twenty one, which went up this morning, and you'll be on this one, which will probably go up either Saturday or Sunday. Cool. Wrapping up the week. But thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate hey, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Good to talk. Good to you luck guys. with MacMod. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Take it easy. All right. So, guy, I yeah. think it's uh, it's about we're, that we're eighteen time. minutes into this little recording here. Plus whatever so. other little audio snippets. Uh, we don't have a whole lot to go on this podcast. I no, think there's a few little more. leftovers that we didn't use yet. We'll we'll drop them in in the show. Um, and this will probably go live, what, Sunday? Yeah, well, you know, I had com- major, major computer right. problems. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. The show 221 was almost a whole day late simply because I, the garage your, band was your crashing. Your computer and took a giant it, crap. It was, yeah, I need a new hard drive in it, and uh, I'm just hoping that I can I can rescue all the files that are on there. Actually, I'm borrowing Guy Searle's external uh, USB drive just to back up my data, so I've got it, and just in case that I can't rescue it off the, the right. MacBook Pro, so, or the Mac, yeah, the MacBook Pro. So this one, this show here, I'll actually edit back home on the, this, this particular podcast has to travel thousands of miles <laughs> before it's put before together. Before it ever goes onto the net. That's right, and a uh, much faster connection, much faster computer. Take half the time. I, I do have to say though that I ended up using Guy's computer to put Show 221 together. It was a workaround. He's got you know most of the same programs I need, but uh, I did notice a difference in speed between your machine and mine. I mean, you've got the original two, two, two gigahertz model, right? right? Yeah, and you've got the, the 2.33. Yeah, and I noticed was, the difference. I think that was the next model, the next generation. Yeah, right? and I noticed a difference in speed. I was like, wow, this feels noticeably faster. And you've got a lot of stuff on that computer, so yeah. Well, I it, it originally only had a 120 gig hard drive, and I put a 320. Owen's in. waving. He's got something. Got one more thing. He's got one more thing he wanted to talk about. One more thing I have I have to mention here because um, I we was just did a, a review on that. You did, I know, I, but I just want to mention him again because I was a real big fan of Sharper Image when Richard Thalheimer yeah. owned the company. Yep. And I thought when he left the company, the catalog was crap. Yeah, it went to. It just, it just wasn't, there wasn't anything I ever wanted to buy. My wife used to throw it away before I came home yeah. in the mail so I wouldn't, wouldn't buy, buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's how much I loved that catalog. And then it was awful. So he's back with a new company called, and he has a device called Richard Solo. So I guess we just did a review on it. Yep. Um, yep. 4.5 out of 5. Yeah. It's actually a clever gadget. You, you charge it up, you put it in your phone, and it keeps your phone running. And what I liked about it, above all the other ones, is you can plug into your phone and plug it into the wall, yep. and it charges both of them. Yep. Absolutely. I thought that was pretty cool. So I wanted to give him another plug because I thought this Did was Did you nice. go buy it or? 
Did he comp you? He handed it to me as I was walking Isn't by. Isn't that nice? So, yeah. Yeah. He I mean, he recognized me. home. He rec- I, think he re- <laughs> I think he recognized me because I had, had talked to him. I hope he recognized me because I talked to him once before. But um, it was an interesting product, so I wouldn't yeah. mention it. And then there was one other thing, and I don't have the name. Again, I'll put it in my, my write-up. It'll be up in a couple of days. A guy had a thing you clip to the side of your table, and then you put your iPhone in it. Yeah, I saw that. And it has a gooseneck, and you can turn. So you can put it on your visor in your car. Yep. You can put it on the tray table in the Kind of like the Pet 3. Yeah. yeah. And uh, very inexpensive uh, device. I'll write up about that. But I like that idea. There's a number of people selling different ones. Yep. Then there was one guy with a very expensive one that looked like a mini iMac. Oh really? It no, was I didn't aluminum, see that one. Sta- aluminum stand shape, just like the iMac. Oh, it held cool. the iMac, but it was a little short. It only had one his demo, so I'm not right. sure it was out yet. So. Could have been a prototype. Could have been a prototype. I'll give you some notes. You guys have a good fight back. When are you going? Uh, a while. Yeah. Uh, Twelve thirty. Uh, oh, you have a red eye. Yeah, red eye. Wow. Hopefully, okay. I can sleep because I haven't slept much because I found out uh, my roommate snores. Well, you so. shouldn't have had him for a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I understand he smokes too. Oh no, yeah, he does smoke too. <laughs> So, All right, you guys. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show right now. It's always now. a pleasure seeing both um, of you. Yep. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I want to introduce you to someone. Yeah, I'll be right over. So, Guy, we're going to wrap the show up. Yep. We're going to head back to our hotel. and. So we say goodbye to Macworld Expo 2008. Or 2009. 2009. Yeah, I always say 2008 because it's at the beginning it of the year. Like it's, yeah, it yeah. still seems like a 2009. Yeah, at the end of last year, at the end of 2008, I kept saying last year's expo. Well, yeah. technically it wasn't. It was that year's it expo. It was that year's expo. Expo should be at the end of the year, not the beginning. Or even At least for my, for my perception. Right. So, yeah, this is the end of Macworld Expo 2009. Uh, our next podcast will be this coming Thursday, live, 6 to 8. You can follow it on Ustream, see my ugly face. Here, Guy, maybe. Guy might still be burned out by then. Definitely David Cohen. Yep, and we do have a guest coming up for this show. He uh, corralled me, and he pointed at me, and he says, I want to be on the next show. I want to talk about the Macworld Expo, and that's Bob Levitas. He's ah, actually our yeah. very first guest. First right. person we ever interviewed was Bob Levitas. So he's going to be on this week's Great show, guy. unless something changes. But he wants to come on early because he does have something that he has to do later that night. But uh, And Bob's going to give his, his take and wrap up the Macworld Expo 2009. So that ought to be really cool. Oh, so yeah. For Guy and myself and the rest of the Mac crew, my Mac crew that was worked tirelessly here at the Macworld Expo 2009, I'm Tim Robertson, and we're out of here. And thank you for downloading and listening to the MyMac.com podcast.